0: Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com/podcast, and you'll automatically get twenty percent off the book, audiobook, recipe book coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice.
1: Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, Head on over to ChantelRayway.com coaching. As always, enjoy the show.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Waste Away through intermittent fasting. We are on episode, I never know what episode we're on. 35. We're on episode number 35 and we have our amazing guest who is by Bi- popular demand we get emails all the time when is Dr. Scott coming back on? When is he cool. coming back on? Nice. So you are super, super popular. Everyone loves you. And I was just telling Dr. Scott, we have people who like just asked a question like three days ago and they're like, when's my question to be <laughs> answered? When's my question? So they're like anxious for their questions to be answered.
2: Well, we're gonna answer.
0: Yes. So Let's start with question number one. It says, this is from Rian in Las Vegas, Nevada. Before I started IF, I was addicted to sugar. Now when I skip the sugar in my coffee or tea in the morning, before I break my fast at 12 p.m., I get really tired and I have headaches. I've only been really committed for about a week or two, so would you recommend I just keep pushing through? What's your suggestion?
2: Pretty much. You know, I mean, anytime you answer these questions, you have to kind of, you know, I don't know your medical history and, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. if you're really dropping your blood sugar too low and all those kinds of things. But in general, when you're fasting and you're just getting into it, you just have to to train your body. So she's just having low blood sugar. And that's why. And she was, especially when you're addicted to sugar, you probably had, you know, you probably didn't have good blood sugar management. To begin well, and, with. and
0: intermittent so, fasting will help you manage that blood exactly. Sugar. But you got to work into it. Yeah, you got to like work into out. it. It's like yeah. you
2: go you go to the gym, you lift all these weights, you get really sore the next day. So mm-hmm. you got to slowly work in. The more you work out, the stronger you get. And same thing with intermittent fasting. The more you do it, your body gets more efficient, and you can start um, manage your blood sugar longer and longer and longer.
0: Well, and the other thing is, is that you know there've been studies that say that they say that you know sugar is as addictive oh, as yeah. cocaine for you sure. read, oh, read yeah. studies like maybe that, maybe more so yeah and you know it's like like even my son i mean these kids it's like yeah. sugar is their drug of choice like when i want to punish him because he didn't do something <laughs> right i'm like you're grounded from sugar for three days Yeah. and he's like yeah. begging to have some sugar it's really bad it's um, a big
2: problem with our society and you know one of the things i tell my patients is that you know from from for the most part from the time you're born To the time they meet me, and I try to get them off sugar, they've never been off quote carbohydrate metabolism. Mm -hmm. So when you're a baby, you're drinking mother's milk, and that's sugar, right? Or you know lactase, and then you go to juices, and then fruits, and then grains, and then before you know it, you know you that's you just that's the way you live. And our Mm -hmm. bodies actually have two two main types of metabolism. You have the sugar burning metabolism, then you have the fat burning metabolism. And our bodies really designed to be in the fat burning metabolism, you know. Genetically, through history, our ancestors didn't have access to to heavy carbohydrates all the time. So that's a big problem. And
0: the thing is, is that back to this analogy of the sugar and cocaine, it literally, it alters your mood. And I just read a study that said that they've done a study on like rats. And that the the rats were more addicted to the sugar yeah. than they were the cocaine, totally. which is scary to scary. think that. Yeah. Um, and so it just, it kind of pulls you back to kind of yeah. say, so So let's do this just for fun. This is going to yeah, be yeah. kind of a wild episode today. We've got some really great treats for you today. First of all, you know, I do want to say this to you, Rian, um, in Vegas, um, you one of the things i want to suggest to you i just made this amazing cup of coffee and at the end of the show i'm going to make this cup of coffee for you i i just did it today for the first time i added a tablespoon of cinnamon i added some himalayan pink salt and one tablespoon of coconut um sounds awesome yeah and so here i wanted to show you this i actually right now i'm on a prolonged fast So when we talk about this, and I don't want to scare people when I say this, because people will be like, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm doing a three-day fast, right? right. But I just really wanted to kind of heal my body and do a detox. So in my book, I talk about, um, you know, for intermittent fasting, it's 24 hours or less. That's what I consider. Prolonged fast would be one to three days, and an extended fast is three days plus. So right now... I'm on a prolonged fast, I'm doing a three-day fast, and I stopped eating Saturday at three, okay? On Sunday at 4.45, I checked my blood sugar, it was at a 77. Um, Monday from 8 at 8 a.m. after my workout, I tested my blood and it actually went up to a 90. Yeah. And then at 5.30, I tested my blood sugar, it went to 73. But what I did was I just, today I just checked my blood sugar. I had it before, and again, this is all in the fasted state. Yep. At, I checked my blood sugar. It was at 75 before I had a cup of coffee. As soon as I had a cup of coffee with coconut oil, it dropped down to 66. So almost 10, 10 points that it dropped back. I've done this at least a ton of, ton of times. Every time I drink a cup of co- a cup of coffee with coconut oil, it immediately drops my blood sugar by 10.
2: So I just we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but it just kind of hit me the the, uh, the why that may be happening. Two things. Number one, when you drink coffee, it actually releases um, helps your body break fat into your bloodstream. Okay. So when you drink coffee, that caffeine can stimulate breakdown of fat, which gives you um, you know fat into your bloodstream for energy. And then coconut oil is one of those oils that can be used. It's kind of like, it's got some medium chain triglycerides in it, which means that. It doesn't, it can be used like sugar. So when you drink, when you eat um, coconut oil or medium chain triglyceride oil, you automatically get, you you don't need blood sugar because your body's using almost 100% of that oil. That's That's probably what's happening is when you put that coconut oil and then your body just starts using that and doesn't even need the blood sugar.
0: Yeah. So we're going to make these charts and we'll, we'll put these on. This is, I'd really like for you to go to our YouTube channel and find this. So you can actually, we're actually recording this so you can actually see some of this stuff. Um, But again, then I did, I have this new machine. It's called Keto Mojo with the ketones. It, I, before the coffee, I was at 2.1, which is really good. Um, And then went to a 2.3 four after the coffee so that means after i drank the coffee i was in more i was adding more fat i was in more of a ketosis state um this chart and that's with the cocoa oil
2: as well that so that
0: was yeah so before the coffee i was at 2.1 bumped
2: up your ketones as
0: about 45 minutes later after i drank it 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 bumped my ketones up to a 2.4 so that means i was in more of a fat-burning state after I drank that coffee with coconut oil, which is really... So I want you to talk about this chart for just a second. Um, For the listeners, I'll put this chart again. This will be on YouTube. So you might want to just listen to this episode on our YouTube channel, which is Chantal Ray Way. If you Google that into YouTube, you'll see it. Um, But my suggestion, what what they say is... um, you know, between 1.5 and three mm-hmm. is kind of optimal ketosis. Even you know, 0. 0.5 to 1.5 is where that. Well, you you tell me what where where do you think this you know the ketosis is?
2: You know, to be honest with you, I really don't. I've not gotten that deep into it mm-hmm. as far as looking at these numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my approach has always just been. You know, Are
0: you in ketosis?
2: Well, yeah, just kind of getting into it and, mm-hmm. you know, cutting your carbs down to the point where you start to feel that energy and you start to feel clear and you just feel like you're in ketosis. And I haven't really done too much testing, to be honest with you. Um, and I haven't gotten too deep into like where if you get into like starvation, ketosis and things like that. So I don't have too much input on that, really.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I, I have and I've done a lot of, of, of studies on that. I will actually answer that question. Cool. Uh, a little bit later because we have a question about it so i'll answer it a little bit later on that but just for fun yeah let's go ahead And maybe we should do this at the end. Let's do this part at the end because it'll take a little bit. Okay. Yeah, let's do do that. that Okay. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do some questions. All right. So this next one is from Andrea in Tennessee. She says, I can't stand plain water. I heard your podcast that you talked about all the different acceptable drinks during a fast and found it really helpful. There's one drink you didn't address, which is club soda. I love some fizz and I feel like it would be okay since there aren't any calories or flavors. What do you think?
2: cool yeah i have no problem with that
0: yeah i'm the same way but
2: another great um thing is look at a mineral water mm. so you know like a lot of mineral waters have fizz mm-hmm. and but you're getting lots of minerals mm, that's a so great you know so idea. soda water is just water that they stick co2 in or whatever to pump it up but if you get and, it, and the mineral water is expensive i guess but but as far as health concerns and and uh that's the only yeah, suggestion and, I have
0: heard And I've heard two different people say different things. So I've heard yeah. some people say, you know, when I drink club soda, it actually takes away my hunger. And so those, whatever the yeah. bubbles are in the, the club soda has, makes them more full.
1: Mm-hmm. Then I've
0: heard other people say, when I, when I drink club soda, I'm now more hungry. Yeah. So I've heard kind of half and half. What if you heard no, it either I mean, way? Not, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, any so input you're just gonna have to yeah. experiment with yourself yeah. and see what does the club soda do. But if it works, it you. works. Yeah, if it works yeah. and you love and it,
2: I don't see any problem
0: with club yeah. soda. Go ahead and yeah. go for it. All right, next question Michelle in Richmond. She said, I love your podcast and all the time you spend addressing the thyroid and hormonal issues. I suffer with PCOS and will go months without a period. But the best thing happened when I started intermittent fasting. My period became monthly and regular. I'm so thankful for IF in this podcast. What is the science behind it?
2: So what's happening when you're fasting is it's just helping your body regulate blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Just like we were talking in the beginning, you're looking at your numbers and how, the more you do it, your, your body gets more efficient. So PCOS is a blood sugar problem. So it's excess insulin production, uh, excess blood sugar floating around the blood, and that's part of what's causing these polycystic ovary issues and, and also throwing your hormones off. So mm-hmm. when your blood sugar fluctuates, this puts stress on the adrenal glands. And the adrenals are critical for proper hormone balance. So your adrenals yeah. make two hormones. One's called DHEA. those others called progesterone. And these are kind of like your building blocks. So especially when people are going through menopause and their ovaries start to kind of shut down, the adrenals need to kick in. And most, you know, most Americans, their adrenals are just stressed. So when you start fasting, it helps your blood sugar become more stable, and that's what's helping the, the cycle and the PCOS.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. I agree yeah. with that 100%. Yeah. It's just that, yeah, PCOS is really connected to insulin resistance, and we, we just it's been proven that IF is great for yeah. stabilizing that, so. I was
2: actually reading a study uh, the other day. It was showing that they have found that fasting can actually improve type one diabetics. So it can actually help the pancreas yes. regain, regain the, um, the insulin-producing cells.
0: And the more studies we do on fasting, yeah. the better better things come. So Yes, total. All right, let's go to question number four. It says, I've been really trying hard to stick with the 80-20 and eat as many whole foods as possible. I'd love to buy only organic fruits and veggies, but my budget doesn't always allow that. Can I get the same benefits from canned and frozen veggies and save some money? Aaron in Nashville
2: so canned i'd say no frozen yes but when it comes to organic you know if you eat 80 20 i find that that your 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 grocery bill actually goes down when you're eating a lot of vegetables now if you're eating organic it is more expensive than than conventional Um, so yeah you have to make those choices
0: um, I just actually put a garden in my back, like there my side go. yard. So I'm yeah. so excited about that. But
2: and that's even cheaper, right? A little bit of work. Yes, it's cheaper it's in cheaper terms of and going to the grocery work. store, yeah. spending your money. Absolutely. But it's so more that is an option
0: that she could do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the obviously the very best thing for her to do would be to do her veggies in her own garden if she yeah. can. Yeah. But that the thing is, is that the longer the plant is away from harvesting they the more they're going to lose their nutrients. So that totally. means that if you had a choice between eating it fresh or eating it frozen, there are some nutrients you're going to lose sure. just from that. Um, even like even if you juice, you know, a lot of right? these um, like a lot of these juice places, um, you have to be really careful because they'll juice these things mm-hmm. and then they'll keep them for six, seven days. Yeah. Well, every day that that... So you have to look at the date that they made that juice. Yep. Every day that it sits there. Like for me, if it's been sitting there for three days... You know, that sometimes I'll put it on clearance. I'm like, no, thank you. Because no, right. now every day I'm losing more and more nutrients in it. And so, um, you know, that's one thing. But if they yep. are picked and immediately processed and put frozen, then you are getting a lot of those but it just depends on
2: the way i understand it is that as long as they process it properly and Mm -hmm. freeze them fairly quickly the Mm -hmm. free you know freezing will retain a large amount of nutrients Mm -hmm. um but then you know if it's like you've been sitting in the freezer forever and it's like got freezer burn and you know you're not doing too good but but in general i think frozen's a, a, a more convenient option that's it's the better choice than canning. Canning's probably your worst.
0: Yeah, and you do need to make sure when you're doing the canning that you're looking yeah. for the ones that don't have that BPA. That's right. The BPA-free lining is what you're looking yeah. for with the cans, so. But even,
2: even there, I mean, I know there's there's other ca- problems with canning. And Yeah,
0: yeah. I just think fresh Again, is always the best. Yeah, And the thing I
2: always tell my patients is, you know, just do the best you can. You know, I mean, try to do the, you know, I don't do everything perfect you know none of us do yeah. so you know, it's not like i never eat a canned yeah. item you know but when i'm making choices i want to try to go organic yes you know and and i know that just buying organic is going to help support organic farmers and the more we support organic farmers then it's more available where if you don't buy the organic stuff then the grocery stores aren't going to carry it not yeah. to mention you know it is the best for you as far as avoiding pesticides and optimizing nutrition
0: well, like the other day I was, yeah. I bought some coconut milk in the can because that's yeah. one thing that you've kind of got to get yeah. in the can, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And yep. um, I make sure that it's organic and I make sure that it has that BPA-free lining. Yep. But there's a difference between like, so that I, I bought, by accident, I picked up, there's one called Free. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to get it real quick. I'm going to show it to you. Okay. So mark <laughs> this down. Okay, so here's two different or organic coconut milks. Okay, yep. This one's organic and this one's organic. And actually, you can find this exact same brand. It says organic coconut milk, and then it, it'll say simple.
2: Yep. If it
0: says simple on here, that means that, see how it says no guar gum? Yeah, yeah. This one is fair trade organic coconut milk unsweetened, but what's in here is organic yeah. go- coconut milk and filtered water and organic guar gum.
1: Yeah.
0: Guar gum is terrible for you. Totally. It's terrible for your gut. Yeah. And so you like, normally you'd eat something like this and be like, oh, I'm doing great. But this one's a little bit more expensive. Um, but I make sure, you know, it says gluten-free, non-GMO, um, organic. But that's the number one thing. The only ingredients, you've got to get the one that says simple. Yeah. Because if not, the only thing that's in here is organic organic coconut milk and it's like they add that guar gum to make it i guess more thicker thicker and stuff like that but it it's so bad for your gut and your gut health
2: and it's all these little things that you know people just don't know
0: they don't know they just
2: don't know yeah i mean that's just you know every time i'm working with patients and we just we had these conversations and it's just there's so much stuff hidden in our food and the average person just How would you know? I mean, you think you're doing the right thing. You're buying organic. Yes. And then little do you know, you got to read the labels.
0: Yes, exactly. All right, question five. Since I've been fasting, I'm constantly getting cramps in my feet and legs. Is this normal? Peter in Georgia.
2: Drink more water. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when you're fasting, you end up becoming dehydrated. Yes, I agree. That's common. And and as far as cramping, magnesium Mm. and um, sea salt
0: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah so, so salt magnesium and potassium deficiency yep. would probably be yeah. the main things yeah. um i would say more a huge amount of the population is potassium and magnesium deficient
2: for sure you know so so yeah. for many for magnesium does so many different things in a body it's like just List after list, and we did a video. If
0: you go onto our YouTube channel, that talks about the top ten things that have magnesium, and the top ten things that have potassium, because people are so deficient in that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. April in New York. It says in Chantal's book, she talks about eating whole foods like fruits and veggies, real, really natural stuff. However, a lot of people say we shouldn't be eating fruits because of the sugar and carbs. Ultimately, the fructose. I'm worried it will keep me out of ketosis or fat burning state.
2: So. Number one, yes, it will. Um, But the biggest thing I tell people with fruit is it really just depends on your goals and what you're doing. So if you're trying to get into ketosis, then yeah, fruit is high in sugar. And if you're eating a lot of fruit and you're eating high glycemic fruits like bananas and melons and things like that, then that will definitely affect you. But, you know, if you're an athlete and you're doing a lot of, you know, long distance biking or running or something like that, then as far as your carbohydrates, you know, fruit's probably going to be fine for you. But if you're really trying to get into ketosis, then you gotta cut the fruits out.
0: Yeah, and and fruits are not pure fructose. So they're more of a combination of fructose and glucose. And so it's really the refined sugars that you wanna keep an eye on, but you definitely still want don't wanna go crazy on that fruit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do go crazy on fruit sometimes, <laughs> yeah. honestly. I yeah. am a little out of control with it. Um, I I love fruit. And so it, I have just, to be careful with it.
2: it it's What it is, it's, it's just that way to get the sugar in. in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all have that craving for sugar. Yeah. And what a lot of people do when they're trying to be healthy is they cut out added sugars, but then they they keep eating fruit because they think, oh, well, fruit's healthy. But when I'm really working with someone who's got blood sugar issues like, and mm-hmm. really trying to get their get them maybe off mm-hmm. metformin or insulin, got to cut the fruit. Mm-hmm. We got to cut the fruit and really keep it low and... Um, but yeah, and I mean, the, the
0: fruit has a lot of water. It has a lot of fiber. It has a lot of nutrients. So you just, it's all about moderation and you've got to yeah. make sure that you're not going crazy with it for it, sure. It, it just
2: depends. Like you said, everybody's different and yeah. you just got to look at people's genetics. So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing I try to help my patients understand is that, you know, a lot of us didn't have access to fruit all the time. Mm-hmm. So if we lived in the North here, I mean, there's not much fruit grown out there. You know now. Yeah. Now, if you're someone whose whose ancestors came from the Mediterranean or the you know somewhere south where there's fruit growing year round, then you may be able to handle that more. So really, fruits should be a, a specialty, and it shouldn't be something we have access to. So now in our modern world, we've got stuff being shipped from Guatemala, and mm-hmm. you know we got access to it 24 seven. Mm, but really, it should be point. seasonal, and you should have go a eating long period seat, of time yeah. where you're really in a fat burning metabolism, not eating any fruit.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then you get, you know, apple season or you get, you know, figs growing and then you get a little thing and you jar them, you can them, you make some pies, but then that's not going to last forever.
0: But now in
2: our modern world, we just have hundred percent access and that's a problem for some people.
0: Yeah, that's very true. All right. Question seven. I love the podcast and I love intermittent fasting. I have averaged one to two pounds a week for three months. The problem is my family isn't a fan. What would you say to family members who are just constantly saying it's not good for you? And then I, it says, I'm ha- having my family saying they're doubtful and it's not sustainable or healthy. They're concerned about my metabolism being ruined and say that I'm not eating enough. What do you say to the haters? Jaden Norfolk.
2: So a couple comments there. Number one is that you know, when you're fasting, if you're intermittent fasting, you know, you, it's very important to eat. So intermittent fasting can be used to lower your total calorie intake. But that will slow your metabolism down. So what I try to coach, coach people on is say, when you fast, don't eat, but then when you eat, eat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that actually keeps your metabolism up. So mm-hmm. there's two ways to increase your metabolism. One is to eat, another is to exercise. Now if you want to lower your metabolism, then don't eat. The thing that's beautiful about intermittent fasting is that you're not just lowering your calories for an extended period of time, you're breaking it with eating. And that's what keeps you from lowering your metabolism. So when people generally go through a, a, a phase of trying to lose weight, they'll cut their calories and they'll lose a few pounds, but then they plateau. Right. Because your metabolism's here and your, your calories are here and you drop your calories and your metabolism's higher and then your metabolism kind of matches it. And then you cut your calories more and then your metabolism drops again. So.
0: Well, people say crazy things all the time. Like they say, like, if you don't eat, you're gonna go hypoglycemic, you're gonna die, you know. And And that's just 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 not understanding.
2: Yeah. And and there's a couple of things with that. So number one, you know, a lot of people just like to follow what everybody else is doing. So it just I mean, she's losing she's
0: saying she's losing one to two pounds a week. So if they're saying, Oh, it's gonna ruin your metabolism, it's like then why no. am I losing weight? Why yeah. am I losing one to two pounds a week then? If this is, if this is, but yeah, is and working. if
2: people go on starvation diets, you know, where they're cutting their calories drastically, mm-hmm. then that will, that will break your metabolism mm-hmm. over time. Um, but like I said, if you're intermittent fasting, when you're, you're eating, if you eat a big meal in between that fast, that bumps your metabolism back, back up. up. And that's what that's, that throws that whole thing out of, out of play. And then as far as, you know, them thinking that it's unhealthy and, and things like that, I mean, A lot of times, people just feel like it makes them feel bad about themselves because Mm. you're doing something good for your health, and they're not. So they're trying to break you down and say, "Well, that's not healthy," or just to make themselves feel better. So, well, like
0: if you think about it, when if you go to surgery, you know they tell you the doctor says, right? What does the doctor say? Don't eat, right? Right. They say if you if you get a colonoscopy or they want fasting blood work, they might say. We want you fasting for twenty-four hours or whatever it is before. Do any of them go and are they are the doctors saying, Oh my God, I'm worried about you getting hypoglycemic or having a seizure or losing brain function? No. no. And so the doctors do tell you from time to time to go ahead and fast. They're not worried about you getting hypoglycemic or any of these other things. They're saying make sure you don't eat. So again, then, then if the other doctor goes, oh, well, yeah, you're going to get hypoglycemic if you don't eat for this certain amount of time. Go, yeah. why'd you tell me to fast? You see what I'm saying? Well, it's you know, ridiculous. again, you
2: know, we, you know, for us, you know, we've been studying this stuff. And we understand how it's healthy, but trying to convince your family may be a little bit different. You know, haven't watched the podcast? They, yeah, they right? need you to know? listen
0: to the podcast. They need and to they read. Need read to, and, and, they need to hear you know. it from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Because um, fasting
2: I, is uh, so much more natural than our modern way of eating. So when we're eating. You know, three meals a day every day, that's not really how we evolved. Right. You know, years ago you would go through periods where you didn't have food. Right. And that's when like you said, you know, you go through this extended fast and your body starts healing, you start cleaning out, you know, damaged tissues, your your immune system gets totally rebooted. Mm-hmm. That's normal and that's natural. What's unnatural is having 100% access to food all the time. So, but one it's one of the analogies
0: I say is like one time I had this This shirt, and for whatever reason, I loved it. And my (laughs) husband was like, Hun, that shirt does not look good on you. And I was like, Oh, I just love it. I love it. Love it. And then I went to work one day, and someone was like, Oh, I do not like that shirt. And I mean, that shirt was in the trash the next (laughs) day, right? Right. But sometimes the people closest to you, they don't listen Mm -mm. you know you don't listen to the people that's closest to you they need to hear it from somebody else so giving them podcasts giving them youtube videos sharing things with them then they'll listen all right tina in texas will drinking bcaa's after my 6 a.m workout break my fast if so when should i have it
2: um i don't know it depends on your theory of fasting so there's different types of fasting i like to do like not eating anything mm-hmm. or any calories or anything right. so so branched amino acids are can be, you know your body can you use that you can have that.
0: between 60 to 120 calories depending on yeah depending on what kind of BCAAs what the, the yeah. what that is And your is. body can
2: convert that to to sugar.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know you can take proteins and those amino acids and convert them um yeah. so I don't well, know. Well first I I'd say probably it's probably fine depending on how much you're taking but
0: Well, first of all, BCAAs, for for those of you who don't know, are amino acids, and amino acids are macronutrients, and they are, they make up of what we call proteins. So, by definition, if you take BCAAs, either if you take them in tablet form or powder form, technically you're eating. And so, one gram of BCAAs yeah. has about six calories. Yeah. So that means if you take 20 grams of BCAAs in the morning, you're consuming about 120 calories without realizing that That's you've right. taken it. If you consume 10 grams, you're now taking 60 calories. Um, if you take 20, obvious, so 20, you've got 120 calories. 10, yeah. you've got 60 calories. And so that means that you are... Are eating something, and so oh, totally. we're trying yeah. to get your body into a total fasted state. Yeah. If you have to have it, I always tell people like, if you're not going to do it, well, then go ahead yeah. and have those sixty calories. But my opinion is, is just take that BCA supplement when you are ending your fast.
2: Well, see, the I, I think the other issue here would be so she's probably taking this branch chain amino acids because. You know, it's supposed to be good after your workout and right. supplying you know uh, the amino acids, the the or the essential amino acids that our body needs to, to rebuild proteins. But when you're fasting, that's not you know your body creates other um, chemicals and hormones that helps protect your muscle mass when you're fasting. So you don't really need to take in branched chain amino acids or any kind of food to build muscle during a fast. So just the act of fasting alone will help send out certain signals into your body to say, let's preserve muscle while we're going through our fast. Yeah. So, so you don't really need to take that
0: and um, in that sense. I feel like, you know, for me, I don't take any BCAAs. I don't take anything. I do work out. But I will tell you, I have more muscle mass on my body since doing intermittent fasting yeah. than I ever have than shoving all that protein down yeah. my throat. Totally. Um, question nine. The other day I got into a fight with my husband about the stupidest thing. I was so embarrassed that I freaked out afterwards. And then I was thinking about it and noticed a pattern of when I do my longer fast, I tend to get super angry, usually right around 20 to 24 hours. And I take it out on the ones I love. I'm not just talking about being irritable or edgy, I get straight up angry. Is there anyone out there who also struggles with this, and what is the cause? I would greatly appreciate any help, and so would my husband LOL. This is that's anonymous. Classic. That's great. She doesn't yeah. say who it is. or yeah, it's a she. All right and what get would that, you that's, say? that's
2: blood sugar again. So, you know, when your blood sugar starts to drop, you're going to start to get, you know, either emotional or, you know, people get, like they say, hangry when they're hungry. Yes. You know, and that's just a sign. So, when people tell me, look, if I don't eat, I get angry. Right away, I'm saying, blood sugar, man. You're not managing your blood sugar. Your body's not keeping the blood sugar stable when you're not eating. And you've gotten so attached to eating constantly, you need to fast more. So, that's probably the end of what she's capable of fasting your blood sugar is starting to drop at that point mm. so the more you do it again you'll get more adapted and and, and your body will be able to handle that blood sugar drop it won't drop as much the more you fast so you just, just keep doing it. it's like working out
0: yeah it's you know. so funny because i was at work and i was doing a longer fast and i could just tell myself yeah. i could tell i was just getting like this and i was getting very edgy and this happens to me too and one of the guys i work with because everyone knows like coconut water for me is like I don't know what happens, but if I get we, we I work right across the street from Whole Foods. Yeah. So I go get this coconut straight from Whole Foods. Yeah. They poke a hole in it and I pour the coconut water straight out of the coconut. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's, that to me is like crack cocaine. Like it's like, I like light up like a light bulb and yeah. I'm just so yeah. happy. And I guess I was getting kind of edgy about something. And one of my, my coworkers came to me. He said, Chantel. Can I go walk across the street and get you a coconut water? <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, Oh like, gosh, I'm good. Getting- I started laughing. <laughs> I started laughing hysterically. Yeah. I said, "I'm getting edgy, aren't I?" And they yeah. just smiled, you know. And I said, "Yeah, do you mind going and get me a coconut water?"
2: But you know, there's a lot of sugar in coconut it's water. It's so
0: much sugar. It's, it's so. I, know.
2: It's, I mean, yeah, it's natural, but yes. again, it's just like fruit. It's natural. You know, it's good. It's got minerals, mm. but again, you just have to manage your intakes. You, of, manage you know, it. Yeah. if you're going to eat a certain amount of carbohydrates in your diet, and you've chosen to do that. Coconut water is a great one. Yeah, you know, fruit is great But I will one. tell
0: you, when right. I have that coconut water, it it stabilizes when I when it's I do got have
2: magnesium. It, yeah, it has everything I need, and, and it's it, great.
0: I it keeps me from yeah. then eating other things. Bad, bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you know, yeah. going yeah, and having said. chocolate as far bars as sugars and stuff.
2: Go, you know, but if you're trying to say I don't want any sugar and I want to really get into ketosis, you know, coconut water doesn't work.
0: Yeah, and I do think it's it all boils down to the fight-or-flight mode. Like, when, mm-hmm. when your blood glucose is low because you don't eat, your brain sees that lack of glucose as a threat to its safety. And so what happens is your brain kind of does a counter-response, and that's when kind of the adrenals kick in and how emotional mm-hmm. or sensitive you are totally. will determine how you react when you're fasting. So totally. um, I think that... Um, that is a is a really big thing, and I have to...
2: But it will get better. Yeah. You know? So again, the, the, yes. the, when you first start fasting, that's a normal response. And if you're making 24 hours, that's pretty good. But you know, do that for a little while until your body starts to adapt to it, then you can try to do a longer fast.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right, question 10. I've been hearing a lot about fasting, bringing you into ketosis, and all the different ways we can track your ketone levels. I bought some strips and was wondering if you think it's the best way to test my levels. Also wondering what the ideal ketone levels are to have. Wanda, this was the question I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, so, and this yeah. is the time that I really want to go into this. And so, um, you know, as far as the test strips go, you can test with a urine strip. Um, but the, the blood glucose monitor, obviously, is the best way to do it. And what yeah. I've seen, and I don't know if you have, is that the when you when your body really becomes efficient in utilizing ketones you aren't going to register on the urine strips anymore so yeah. so and when you first start going into ketosis those urine strips are great cuz they work in, yeah, yeah yeah but as your body gets used to it it doesn't register like it needs to and that's why you really need to get one of these yeah. so we're going we're well. going to go ahead and do this now we're going to go ahead and see what my ketones are what Um, Dr. Scott says we're going to video this. Um, so this is, um, this is the, the Keto Mojo. This is one that I think is really, really good. So we'll test mine, um, before I change the needle since I just did it a while ago. So like I said before, I did it earlier today, um, probably around 11 o'clock, I think it was. I was at a 2.1. I then had that coffee with coconut oil and I was at a 2.4, so it's probably been about another two hours maybe since I've had that coffee. Um, And so we'll just see where I'm at right now. And like I said, right now I'm in a prolonged fast. I'm coming up on my three days. I wanted to try to do a three-day fast to see how it was. So all you do is just stick the test strip in there. Okay, so I'm gonna check mine right now. Okay, so it's counting down six, five, four, three, two, one, and I'm at 2.4. So I'm exactly the same as I was a couple hours ago from having that coffee. So if you look on the chart. So what does this thing cost? This is about $65 on Amazon. It's not bad. And so when, when you look at these blood ketones, um, what they say is that you want to be around 1.5 to 3. That's when you're like really, yeah. really like in massive ketosis. But really 0. 0.5 to 1.5 is also, it's still really good but yeah. that's kind of the beginning stages of where you are um so when was last time that you ate
2: so i just ate and i had um like a f- smoothie with fruit and um i'm not even sure what i put in there i got some like somebody gave me these like um uh protein powder type things which i usually don't use and i just said you know what, i'm gonna go ahead and just use this and i just put it in there and I blended it all up and I so, drank that, so, yeah, so I shouldn't might... be in ketosis at all.
0: Yeah, so let's just see what. Now it this morning, is.
2: I got up and I went straight to the gym and I worked out. Yeah. So I might have been in a little bit then. Let's just but... see
0: what it is. So with this machine, if you're once you change the the thing out, you just pull this out just like this. And like I said, if you're listening right now, um, you can go ahead and watch this on YouTube because you will want to watch this because this is this is an episode you don't want to just listen to. You actually want to. Um go ahead and do it. So I'll let you prick yourself. All right. And we'll just see where you are. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Bleed. So one of the things that you also can check on your your um, monitor. There you go. That'll be enough. There we go. Go ahead and put that on there and we'll see what his is. Um while he's doing that. Cool. While he's doing that, it'll just be counting down. Um the other thing that you can check is when you pull this out you can see if this is down too deep oh, that's right, another right. that's another piece that can go in there and okay so he's at 0.5 so yeah. that's actually for him, just having like a fruit smoothie, right, Because right. really, where you should try to be in at, like, like for me, I'm in a three day fast, right. So the fact that you are at a point five yeah. to to one point five, that just shows how great your diet is right. and the new, how well you're taking care so of your though, body. Yeah. So even though you just had this fruit smoothie, you're at a point five.
2: Nice. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So yeah. and I think
2: that's and that's and that's one of the things I try to help people understand is that once you just like with blood sugar, so that
0: means you're fat adaptive. Your exactly. body, exactly. You can, your I can body, go in and out. Yeah, you can go yeah. in and out, and you are yeah. doing great. So yeah. keep going. And I cut. That's, you That's
2: yeah. That's why I tell people is that like once you get good at it and you've been doing it for a long time, you should be able to switch back and forth fairly quickly. So like this morning, you know, when I got up, I was probably in, in, in a more of a ketosis state, and I didn't eat anything. I went straight to the gym. I rode my bike, so mm-hmm. I'm burning through any glucose stores and, and glycogen I have in my muscle. I go to the gym, I work out, I ride my bike back, so I'm burning through all that. And then, the little bit of glucose I had, or carbs I had from the smoothie probably wasn't enough to really, you know, probably kicked me out a little bit. But, you know, I was probably a lot higher in that right before I went to the gym. So you should be able to go back and forth.
0: Okay, so now for fun, I like this one right here. It's called One Touch VarioFlex. And now for fun, we're going to check our blood sugar just to see what that is and that will be interesting because obviously Uh, i'm in a fasted state um like i said before i did have that coffee so it it's gonna bring me down but it's been a little while so i'm curious to see where we're at on that level now that um now that i've had that so let's just see what my blood sugar is okay so let's kind of really get in here. Ooh, I am. You're bleeding. Really bleeding, okay. So right here. So I'm at 65, which is low, which is very low. And the reason why I'm so low is because I had that coffee. So even now, so back to this, I just checked it, remember? I checked it earlier, so I had that coffee. I started at seventy five. I was at sixty six. Yeah, yeah. It's still yeah. from having that coffee with the coconut. It's bringing my blood sugar down. So and that's the key there is you if you could get
2: into the sixties and not feel bad, um, feel bad. Yes. So that means that you're probably burning. It. You're burning some of those other ketones. You're burning some other, um, you know, the, the MCT oils. You're burning some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, so I have a chart that I made that I want people to see. It's kind of a blood sugar chart um, that talks about um, kind of where you're at. So this is, this is just something I grabbed, and it says that your normal when you're fasting is between 80 and 100, and I do not agree with that. I think normal is between when you're fasted is more like seventy to ninety in my personal when you're when you're fasting. And I would agree,
2: hundred percent. Yeah,
0: seventy yep. to ninety is the right one. Yeah. And then they talk about what you should be after your you, after you're eating. I think if you're higher than ninety when you're fasted, you, that's a little bit of a red flag, like it's insulin should, resistance. Yeah, we need to check yep. that. Yep. But absolutely, if you're more than a hundred you need to that means you are definitely like yeah you've you've got some issues going on there and then if you're 125 over you better run to the doctor and like do not pass go do no i agree $200. so when i look at blood work
2: for my patients that's these are, i'm looking at 90 i like to see around 85 fasting mm-hmm. um 100, 90 95 plus not good
0: it's so interesting to see what your blood sugar is and and the thing is like you said i'm at 65 right now but i'm not lightheaded i'm i'm actually fine yeah you know but i've gotten my myself to the point that i really can be there but i would say for me when i check my blood sugar in a fasted state almost always if you look I'm between 73, 75, 77. That's kind of where I stay. That's where you wanna be, That's kind of where I stay, so. But I'll tell you, you know,
2: blood sugar management is such a key factor in so many health-related things. Yes. And it's such a big problem in our current society because we've all become so addicted to carbohydrates because it's a quick source of energy, it tastes good, and we have access to it all the time, and like I said, you know our ancestors have, we, or we're built with this craving for these quick energy carbohydrates, but they're not supposed to be there all the time.
0: So all right. So now we're, so we're, we're going to test your blood sugar, all right, okay, let's see. to see what you are at. And like you said, how long was it before you had that smoothie? So I'm putting probably, you on the highest one. You're going on bad. number seven. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Uh, probably an so, hour.
0: All right. Let me give you this. And you can go ahead and
2: so just push push the white button. The white one, yep. Okay,
0: and we're gonna go ahead and test his and see where he's at. My machine it keeps track of what you're at, so it's gonna be like, wait, what's going on? I'll do it. Okay. Yes. So where do I so put it? Right
2: here. You're going to put it right there. Side
0: there. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. So he's at 85. Wow. Perfect. After a fruit smoothie. Nice. That is so good. good. Oh my yeah. gosh. Dr. Scott is an optimal 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 health that's very very impressive for you wow. to be right there. So. yeah practice what you preach so <laughs> but you know, just
2: like just like you have all these gadgets you're yeah. doing this stuff so when you when you know, when it's when it's something that you really enjoy and it's your passion, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I try, I don't recommend anything to my patients I haven't tried myself. Yeah,
0: so what I want to do you right know? now, actually we're going to take a quick little hiatus because bef- we're going to answer some more shows. Yeah. And then I'm going to check your blood again, okay? Oh, cool. Because I just want to see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. just tested yours. It was at 85. Yep. And then we're going to test in a little bit. So let's come. I'm going to show you guys my favorite um, new drink that I made today. This is one of my... I have some amazing new recipes I'm doing right now, but this is one of my really favorite uh, proteins. It's organic plant protein. And um, so if you look at the ingredients in it, it's it's not fantastic, but it's like the best of the You know what I mean? Because Exactly. These, all these have tons of chemicals, but again, it's the best that you can possibly get. But the Um, thing I tell tell people about
2: protein powders is pretty much try to try to eat real food. Right? That's your key. But like I said, before I came here, what did I do? You know, someone gave me something like this Mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna throw it in here and blend it up with some berries and and uh, some mushroom powder and you know (laughs) and drink it. But normally I don't you know I wouldn't I wouldn't do that too often. I don't make it happen.
0: I'm gonna take about a tablespoon, and normally I would measure it out. Yeah, I don't have one to measure out right now. And then I'm going to do another tablespoon of, yeah, and you just want to keep stirring that. And then I'm just going to add some pink Himalayan sea salt. Nice. And just like three little grinds.
2: You know, when you put um, a little bit of sea salt in your coffee, Uh it really takes the bitterness away. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's a little trick. Uh Just a little bit of salt in your coffee will really help.
0: All right, so take a sip of that and tell me what you think.
2: All right. Smells great.
0: It's awesome. Isn't that delicious? Yeah. It's the combination of three. I literally just whooped it up this morning. That's the only thing That's I've awesome. had in three days. Uh, three days I just yeah. had that coconut oil. Alright, awesome. so let's go back cool. over. That right. is I'll awesome. Yeah, you take it. Okay, so I want to kind of talk about this blood uh this keto, the keto mojo for just a second. So some people say that if you are below 0.5 so if you look on this chart right here they say if you're below 0.5 um that you are barely in ketosis and you're creating ketone bodies and they're just registering in the blood you're just not in the optimal range and that could be you know because your carbs are too high or your fats aren't high enough because like as i said remember when I took my test, the only thing I did different to go in one, it was in 45 minutes from 2.1 to 2.4 is I added one tablespoon of coconut oil. Yeah. And so it's, if your fats aren't high enough, you don't have the ability to create the ketones that you want to. True. And so you also want to find out that your ketone levels are lower in the morning so depending on when you check this so i checked it the other day in the morning and i was only at like a 1.1 yeah um so that definitely makes so what i would do if if you're going to check your ketones definitely do it in that afternoon and then i would make sure that you know you don't go crazy about it but if you want to check it Between 1.5 to 3.0 is where you want to be, but anything 0.5 and above, that's still good.
2: So a couple other little tricks that you can look at is sometimes, you know, when I'm working with people and we really try to get them down uh, into ketosis and get their blood sugar or get their carbohydrates down to try to kick them into Mm fat-burning metabolism, some people just can't do it. Mm -hmm. So they're like, and I say, you know, give it a little bit of time. You know, first you're going to feel low energy, you're going to feel worse. But then your body will kick in, and some people just don't really kick in. So two things you would look for is number one, too much protein.
0: Yes, so I'm so eating, glad you did yeah, that because we've yeah, seen people if yeah. they're eating too much protein, their ketones. Yeah. So are when not, you eat
2: too much protein, your body can convert protein to glucose. It's yeah. You hard, cut but it can the do Protein it. and increase
0: yeah. the fats. We've yeah. seen people's uh, ketone numbers yeah. go up.
2: And the other thing is that you know there's enzymes that are needed to create ketones so some people had just their bodies have never really utilized these enzyme pathways so they don't they don't they don't kick in so they're stuck in that low blood sugar feeling horrible state and they can't get through it and I don't just tell people just keep pushing keep pushing you got to take a break mm-hmm. so you can't if you can't get in then stop go back to eating a little more carbs and then try again. And generally what it takes is a couple cycles of that before people start, all of a sudden they start getting into it. Yeah. So those are the, those are the two things I've found is that one, and it's rare, most people kick in, most people do it, but I've had a few patients that over the years that just, they struggled and I was like, what's going on here? And that's what we had to do. It'd give them a couple cycles of it and make sure they cut protein, increase fat. And it's so hard for people to really understand that, I need to eat more fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. such a mental block. Yeah, because you're you know? thinking
0: I want to lose fat. Why would I want to be adding yeah. fat into my diet?
2: One of the things I tell people to help them understand, there was a study that was done, and you can't actually eat 100% of any one mm-hmm. macronutrient, but if you gave someone you know 100% fat, and they're like the same calories are the equal, right? So all the calories are the same, but you're it's 100% fat, 100% carbs, 100% protein. If you give someone 100% protein, they may lose you know, say 10 pounds. If you give them 100% fat, they may lose 20 pounds. Wow. At the same amount of calories. Now, excess calories are excess calories, and that can be converted. Yeah. Now carbs, you're gonna gain 10 pounds. So that's something to think about, is that fat actually tells your brain and your body that, hey, I've got fat coming in, I don't need to store fat. But the other part
0: of it too, and this is where it gets tricky, because if you think about it, even though, even though, my ketones went up to 2.4 after I had that coconut oil. The other part of that that is a good question, it goes, okay, well, just logic tells you, right? If I'm feeding myself fat right now, and then my body wants, my body has two choices, right? It can either use the fat that I'm ingesting Mm -hmm. or it can burn the fat that I have, so it also goes to place. Well, which is better? Should I not have the the fat that I'm bringing in, so that it'll bring eat more fat? Do you see what I'm saying? Totally,
2: totally, and that's where fasting comes in. Yeah. So when you're, when, and that's why I, I like to not eat anything when yes. I'm fasting. Not only just to give your digestive system a break. Mm-hmm. See, some people say you can eat like a couple light things, a little mm-hmm. bit of this. But to me, I always want to give all the enzyme yes. activity a break, let those enzymes go to cleaning up damaged tissues and doing other things. Right. But, but to your point, if you're eating anything, then your body is utilizing whatever it is you ate sometimes, as mm-hmm. opposed to tapping into reserves. And that's where the longer you fast, your body gets more efficient at tapping into those reserves. And that's, again, part of the obesity problem in our country is we eat too often. Yes. It's chronic diseases stop. in general. Just, <laughs> it's, you know, it's because it's 100% access where, you know, our ancestors would have times where they didn't have food. They wanted it and it was painful not to have it and they hated it, but they had no choice. Yeah. And now we live in a world where we don't ever have to experience that and it's not it's not good. So just right. like our ancestors had to climb trees and be active, now we have to go to the gym.
0: Yeah.
2: If not, we get unhealthy. So same thing with eating. Like we were supposed to not eat all the time.
0: Right. And that's exactly. how we, you know,
2: so if you eat all the time, you, you get sick.
0: All right. Question 11. This is from Jenny. Hi, I was just wondering if herbal teas or green tea were allowed while in fasting mode along with your black coffee and black normal tea.
2: I would say yes. Um, you know, again, the coffee and the tea um, really doesn't have a lot of calories. And it does actually stimulate um, fat processes. You know, caffeine will do that. So...
0: Yeah, the only thing you have to worry about with the with the herbal teas is some of them, a lot of them are like fruit infused. Right, so they're right. like peach flavored or this flavored yeah. or that flavored. So as long as it's a regular herbal tea that's yeah. not like, you know, fruit and flavored. And even the ones
2: that are like infused. Yeah, it's not you look a big at deal. The, if you look at the, the total carbohydrate Mm -hmm. content it's like zero yeah so it's just a little flavoring so it's It's not that bad
0: don't focus on the the minors like those are just so minor that you're not you're gonna see so little return on some of those little things exactly so okay so what i want to do now how much of that coffee have you drank about half okay all right take a couple more sips Mm -hmm. and let's see we haven't quite given it enough time um, yeah I
2: don't know what it takes, you know how long it takes for your body to react mm-hmm. to something like that. Yeah, so I don't know. for me
0: I usually wait like maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes. so we're yeah. just gonna see if it does. So. If
2: it's anything. Do you yep. remember
0: what it was?
2: 85.
0: 85. Okay, yep. so take one more sip and let's see.
2: I bet it's I bet it's doing something. All right,
0: let's just see what it is. Not see. to
2: mention the cinnamon. Ooh, so, Simon, yeah. has, so Simon has that. Simon has that. Isn't that delicious? Yeah, but it has oh a blood sugar lowering
0: effect too. Yep. Okay, I think it's um, still on the setting that you had it for you. So you can pick a finger. Oh. And again, he was already dehydrated to begin with. And now that coffee is going to make him a little bit more dehydrated. But let's see. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right. Two, one. And seventy three. Isn't that amazing? What did I tell you? (laughs) That's
2: amazing. So it
0: went down eight, and that was barely any time. And that's what I've seen almost every time. If you have, if you test it on yourself, how short of a time that was, it will drastically bring one tablespoon of coconut oil will bring your blood sugar down by ten points. That's pretty. I mean, we just that's proof that we just did it. You know, that is cool. Yeah. So that's that's what will happen. So, one of the things of suggestions that Mm -hmm. I have. Um, which that you can use this coco- the coffee with coconut oil trick yep. is let's say you overdid it on a sweets. Okay, let's say you mm-hmm. you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because what 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 happens is with people, right? They eat a whole bunch of sugar and da 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 they go right up here and then they, they start you know, crashing down and then they want to go back up again but what instead of you know, so if you had a bunch of sweets if you have that coffee with the coconut oil it'll bring it down so that it's not it didn't go it didn't you know on the way up on the spike it didn't get up so high what do you think about that
2: so here's i'll say about that so two things number one what's happening now is is we're in a like a stable situation so the what our body's doing is taking the, the, the MCT oil and utilizing it for energy, mm-hmm. and that's lowering our blood sugar. But if you've got a lot of sugar in your body and your insulin spikes, then then you need that insulin to push that glucose into your cells. So you know high, high insulin is not bad, just if it's all the time. If you're eating every mm-hmm. day and you're mm-hmm. constantly pushing insulin, your cells get resistant. So if you're trying to, if you take more energy with the oil on top of the sugar, then you're gonna have an excess, and you're going to almost need more insulin to get, and then you might even take the fat and turn that into to body fat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I wouldn't so say wh- that that would I wouldn't say that that would work. And then not and that what it may help is if you're like in fasting state,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then you're starting to crash, you're starting to get kind of angry.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Instead of eating carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Do this,
0: mm-hmm. but the thing is, though, this is gonna bring your this is gonna bring you down ten more, more points. So if you're already getting angry, we could do
2: an experiment and say, okay, an, let's yeah. eat like you know eat some sugar, right, and then try this. Yes, we and need see to see if that. it does it. So next time we need to do my, that. So my thought is that it won't work as well as way it just did right now mm-hmm. if you have all that sugar in your body.
0: Yeah. So we need to test it out. Yeah. In a so fast maybe you state? could do it when when you yeah. really want some sweets. Check it and see how yeah, we'll do another and podcast. We'll, we'll do another and, uh, podcast. We'll Before get you some, come uh, in, we are going to have Rice Krispie <laughs> Treats. I was going to
2: say, we need some Rice Krispie Treats, and let's do it. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, good. Well, cool. another amazing episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with so us. So fun. And like I said, please watch this video. This one you will learn more out of yes. and get so much more out of. You'll see the charts. You'll see the graphs. You'll get to see us drink the coffee. Definitely watch this one. And if you want your questions answered, go to questions at chantelrayway.com or you can text us at 757-412-9278. That's 757-412-9278. And we're happy to answer your questions. And remember... It might take us a couple weeks to answer because we are getting a lot of questions, but we want to hear from you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us and thank you for being with us. Always an amazing guest. Thanks for having me. You. I had a See great you time. next time. Bye-bye.
1: Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. And if you would like daily accountability, as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to chantelrayway.com slash coaching. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.